live from our basements. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. That's right. Jimmy Boggs, Adam Ignatius Ignacio Bird, we're back. And you, you're glad. You keep, you keep adding on to the middle name there. I kind of like, I'm going to be like, yeah. next we got Adam Juan Pablo de Alessandro, the third bird. Wow. The third bird. <laughs> Well, you know, spice it up a little. Oh, man. It, keep, it keeps, actually, you know what? We should have a contest with our two listeners. Guess Adam's middle name. Ooh. Yeah. I tell you what, I'm going to give you a hint. And I, I don't yeah. think. No, no, in, don't, don't give it away. Don't give it away. No, no, I'm not I'm going yeah. to. But I, I, I got it. You got to tell So this goes out. Name. This goes out to Brandon and John. I have two middle two names. Listeners. I have two yeah. middle names. Oh, yeah. no kidding. Yeah. Look at you. You're one of, you're one of those. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hello, uh, Buffy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Look at me. My parents just couldn't make Did a decision. Did you check the stocks today? Sold it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're buying another house out on the Cape. Mm. You are? No. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, buddy. Oh, uh, uh, way to rub yeah. it in. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. Hey, there's our contest. And, uh, uh, people have to uh, fax in. <laughs> And, uh, do people, I think they're, still, they're responsive. Still people still have faxes. Yeah. You can do an e-fax, which guess what? That's an email. I want to. I want to let everybody know that that's an email. An e-fax. Like it'd be cool if it actually came across your screen, like the fax came out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know what I think? What's going to happen next? Is I think they'll have like yeah, it's like it'll be like Tony Stark, where it's like you get a fax and it's like a hologram that just pops up, Ooh. like. Whew. I hate to bust your bubble. It's probably already out. Yeah, I saw it. Did you? Kind of the yeah. top yeah. secret squirrel yeah. stuff. Yeah, back in. No, no, no. I was on uh, some YouTube video my son was watching. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Well, now I gotta look for it. I, I, I gotta have that. That's good though. Yeah. I like it. I like a lot, lots of, lots of things on the horizon. Yes. Very, yeah, yeah, very, very much so. And that being said, folks, welcome to another edition of the Broken and Blessed show where we spend the first five minutes talking about whatever nonsense. Yeah. Nonsense. Let's, let's be honest. We're breaking the ice because we say we're going to be consistent, but we do this when we feel that God's trying to tell us to send you a message. Yeah. Well, we should probably do it a lot more than <laughs> we just, uh, I, uh, totally I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop laughing now. Clearly James stop. is driving the bus this evening <laughs> and just backed it right yeah. over. <laughs> I was looking yeah. for a way out and, yeah. uh, Hey, that, that hey what, do you, what, do you, what do you call me? Judas? No, no. Oh, Whoa. Oh, I like that. See what Judas, I did there? Judas. Let's talk about Judas for a second. Who is Judas for those that don't know? Well, well, the name of our episode today is I Am Judas. But uh, go back to to the Bible. You're Judas? Well, you're Judas. Well, we'll we'll peel that on your back. Okay, okay, all right. But if you go back uh, to to the Bible, uh, Judas was uh, one of the 12 disciples. Um, he was, uh, he was one that Jesus picked, okay. uh, came from a wealthier family. Um, but he was the one that ultimately betrayed Jesus, sold Jesus out. And, uh, uh and the, it had to happen, had to happen. Um, and I think there's a story we all miss there 
because we tend to look at Judas with a negative eye, like, oh, oh, wow, way to go, Judas. But why are we going to talk about an episode that says, I am Judas? Um, do, you, do you just want me to run down this hole? Please. Okay. Because there's so many questions that are popping in my head right now. Absolutely. Write them down, though, so you don't forget. Oh. You got, like, a memory All right. that, like, yeah, you know, like a, that you ADHD. Know, uh, shiny things. Um, so uh, about a week ago, I'd say, well, gosh, it was probably about two weeks ago that when I called you, but that morning uh, I, I saw this, uh, this post, uh, a friend of mine uh, was actually uh, my, my wife's uh, college basketball coach put a, put a message up and, and they had a story of a gentleman who was a tattoo artist and he did a tattoo on an individual's arm and it talked about uh, Jesus and his love for Judas and, you know, people, people tend to, to, like I said, they tend to dismay and, and just kind of discount the story of Judas, but it's an important story. But the, the story that this gentleman put up went on to say that, you know what, Jesus loved Judas. Jesus ministered to Judas. Jesus mentored Judas. Jesus was friends in, in, in the, an intimate term, friend with Judas. He fed Judas. He drank wine with Judas. The, uh, Judas was at the last supper, right. right? And Jesus forgave Judas. And at the end of the story, the guy said, you know, all those things had me thinking that at the end of the day, I, I'm Judas. And then that, that hit me, that made me think of my own life because where I feel I'm the hypocrite is and I've said it on this show before that I, I, I find myself comparing myself to Paul, right? And if you look at Paul before he was a Christian, he, he killed, I didn't kill Christians, but um, Paul did. But then Paul was met on the road to Damascus, blinded uh, by Jesus. Jesus turned his name from Saul to Paul. And then Paul had one of the most amazing ministries. And, and now I'm looking and I'm like, man, uh, well, one, I, I don't kill Christians. Um, but, uh, and then I don't have an amazing ministry and I wish I did, but Paul, Paul, man, Paul went to prison for, for Jesus. Paul was, Paul was crucified upside down for Jesus. Um, so all those things, all those things right there, we look at, 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 at the life of Paul and I'm like, you know what, man, I'm more like Judas. I sell out Jesus faster than faster than a fat kid on cake. Right. Well, we, you know, and, and it's, and I'm not put in, I'm not, I'm not a cornered dog when I'm doing it. Um, it's my sin. It's my own, my own sinful desires. It's my sinful nature. It's the, it's the flesh that, that gets me. Um, and, and I sell Jesus out fast and no one's pressuring me to do it. No one's forcing me to do it. And you, you look at Peter, you know, when Peter, so, you know, Peter denied Christ, right? Well, right. that was a fight or flight situation. And, and, you know, here's Jesus being dragged into the, the, the center of the, the square and he, he's being beaten and disrobed. And this lady calls out Peter, like, Hey, aren't you friends with that guy? And he's like, no, never seen the man. And, and it happened three times before the rooster crows. Right. And, and there's yeah. Peter doing that. But Peter was put in a situation where like, it was his life. Like Peter was, he thought he was going to be drugged with him. And, and, 
and yes, there is some to that too. Like, shouldn't we, shouldn't we say we know Jesus and take the beating, take the death with that? Yes, we should. But put in that situation, what would we do? We would all act like Peter. We would, we would. So Peter sells, sells him out, but, but, but Peter but, sells him out in a fight or flight situation. Peter, Peter's back was against the wall. Okay, Judas' so, back wasn't against the wall. Okay, so that's the difference. So one that's person's the back, the, the one was back against the wall. The other right. one did it just Judas, because he, Judas sought out. He sought, he uh, was sought there an out. Opportun- was there an opportunity Opportunity, there? opportunity. See, so the backstory behind Judas and someone, if they want to call and correct me if I'm wrong, but Judas, Judas, when he listened to Jesus, he thought Jesus was talking about an actual war with real armies, with chariots, with, you know, with, with bows and uh, swords and, and like the Romans fought. That's what Judas thought was coming. And Judas thought he was going to be a general in Jesus's army. And when he found out that wasn't going to happen, that Jesus was talking about this, this eternal life, this, this kingdom beyond earth, this heavenly kingdom, Judas felt betrayed himself, but that's because Judas wasn't listening. Judas was, Judas's mind was still fogged with greed, money, power. So he's following Jesus, but he's, he's not, he's not he's living not, the he's, lifestyle, so to speak. He hasn't he hasn't completely bought into what Jesus has to say. So he's kind of Ju- infiltrated the Nah, I mean Jesus Judas was there for the right reason, but Judas was looking at earthly things. Judas couldn't get past what this earth could provide. Right? Judas couldn't see that Jesus was talking about eternity, eternal life. And an he wanted eternal the, he, kingdom. he wanted the here and now. He wanted it here and now. Gotcha. He wanted to be a general here and now. He wanted he wanted the tangible aspect. And when he felt that he couldn't get it, he went to the Pharisees, right? He went to the Sadducees and said, Hey guys, I know this guy. I know where he hangs out. And I'll t- I'll I'll give you him when he's doing the things he's not supposed to do. And he did. And he sold him out. Treason. Traitor. Traitor. He was. But but look at us. Look at our lives. We want the here and now. We want the satisfaction. We want the gratification, the instant gratification. And when we don't get it, we sell Jesus out. We yeah, sell him yeah, out that's, for, that's, that's, for that's, whatever fe- feeling that we want instantaneously. And we're not accepting that our... The 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 hard times we face here, yeah, that's hard. The to difficult hear. times, that's it, this is this is this is momentary, eternity, eternity. But even Jesus knew, you know. Jesus looked at all of them at the Last Supper, and said, "One of you, one of you is going to betray me." And they're all like, "Not me, man." No, Jesus knew it was him. Jesus knew it was going to happen. Jesus had already done it. He already set the, the wheels in motion, you know? So it, it, we have to look at our own lives and we have to understand that when we disobey Christ, the, the things that I did today, the sins I, I committed today, right? because I was selfish, because I was impatient, I, I was Judas, I couldn't wait for Jesus's time. I couldn't get past my own earth time 
and understand that my mm. my suffering here, my my ungratifying life that I see through my lens here, but what he had in store for me or what he has in store for me, that's what he wants for me. We shouldn't we shouldn't think about the here and now or the the gratification now. But what are we doing to suffer for Christ? What are we willing to put ourselves aside and say, you know what? It's not about me. So I hear what you're saying, and there's a lot of things that are going through my mind. So if if I may for just a moment, to please cl- clear a few things. You 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 said that it had to have like we know what Jesus or what Judas did, right? So that answered that question. But you you you'd said earlier in the, in in this episode that it had to happen. It it had to happen. Were you were you were you being specific on the Judas had to sell out Jesus? Was that f- so? Look, look at it this way, right? God doesn't make us sin, right? No, Jesus free, doesn't free, make us sin, free, right? Free, free, free will. will, free will. So very easily, Jesus could have said, "Hey, listen." He could have pulled Judas aside and said, "Hey, listen, bro, I know what's going on." knock it off. Right. Jesus already knew. Yeah. Jesus still loved him. He still ministered to him. That's where we need to see the point. Jesus didn't stop loving Judas for what he did. Because he did something because he sinned or did something. Judas's heart in the beginning. Right. Was right. Okay. Judas was there for the right reason. Judas just couldn't grow any further. And Jesus used that opportunity to fulfill God's will. Jesus was going to die and he was going to be crucified. It just so happened to fall under the actions of what Judas did, someone close to Jesus. And it just proves to us that no matter how godly we think we are, no matter how righteous we think we are, or how inner circle, and if people could see my air quotes, how inner circle we are, how highfalutin in the church you are, you're fallible. Yeah, You're going to break. Yeah. You're broken. You're not perfect. You're not perfect. And we will all sell Jesus out. Now, let's 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 go on that for a second. When you say sell Jesus out, can you give an example for the listeners of what you mean by that? Cuz you you sin. know you you know people are out there just sin. like I, okay. Okay. So period. any it's just sin period. Sin. Which, which sin is, is sell. selling Jesus out, right? But let's put it this way, right? Um uh, let, let's take uh, the biggest struggle in men today. I believe pornography. When we choose to look at pornography, when we choose to that desire, we're saying to Jesus, I don't want your purity. I want my own instant gratification. You're selling Jesus out. You're selling him out to sin. You're looking at Satan saying, hey, I, t- I want what you got. Let's be honest, right? You're looking at Satan saying, hey, what you have is going to please me right now. And Jesus is saying, hey, listen, I know, I, I know what you're feeling, but understand it's bigger than that. It's deeper than that. And what I could provide you lasts a whole lot longer than that. Trust me. And we don't. We sell them out. We're like, we give them the Heisman. <laughs> Boom. We give, and we, we walk away. We... we what the example that you're using pornography 
the, is the temptation that where the temptation is there that causes men to they they subdue to that temptation they sin, which is the same as selling right. God out. Well, that that's well, that's my understanding. Correct. I want to make sure yeah, I'm on uh, the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Sin. You name name your sin. We're selling God. We're putting. We're 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 telling God that hey, listen, I hear what you're saying, but I'm going to go over here, and I'm going to give them the win. Right. And, and, and a lot of times we want to use this temptation thing. Listen, how, how, and I'm, I, and uh, pornography is, is a disease. Okay. Uh, 100%. Yes, I agree. And, and why I say it's a disease, uh, because it infiltrates your brain. And now we have chemically changed the makeup of our brain to react and the dopamine uh, the sensors that release the dopamine are, are tricked. Now we've done this to ourselves. Right. So we don't need, we don't need to be tempted anymore. We've changed our brain. Right. We have to work daily at unchanging that right. we have to have, we, we, we do not have the strength ourselves. That's why we, we need to understand we are broken, but we are blessed to have Christ in our lives because we could go to him every day and say, God, in every moment, right. every fleeting moment where we want to, to just break down and say, oh, I need this. I need my fix, whatever it is. If it's, if it's drugs, if it's greed, uh, if it's pornography, whatever it is. Let me, let, me, let me say this. We need to be broken daily, moment after moment after moment. I think I was talking to you earlier in the week about a situation that I was going through in regards to like when you pray, I felt like I was praying around. And, th- and this, I'll tie this in just, but, 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 but yeah. bear, bear with me here. And it was, you know, you pray for strength and you think that God's just, I'm ignorant enough and, and I'm ashamed. I'm, I'm ashamed to admit this, yeah. and, but I'm, I'm also, I also know that I'm broken. So whatever. But I, when you pray and you think, God, give me, give me strength, Lord, to to get me through whatever obstacle life throws at me today, right? And all of a sudden you think, oh, I got this fancy new armor and this brand new sword, and I'll just slice through whatever jumps in. No, that doesn't happen that way. Or, or give me, give me uh, knowledge to understand something. And 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 I'm ignorant enough to think like, oh, God's just going to be like, there you go. Now you know the square root of some fluck dung and blah 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 blah, and you can read all these numbers. No, but what he does do is that he puts something difficult in my path to allow me to be stronger, to learn how to be stronger. He puts something in my path that will allow me, give me the opportunity to become smarter, to gain knowledge on, on that. And that's where the free will comes in. And it makes so much sense. It's almost like I had a epiphany. Thank you. Uh, Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. I had an epiphany this week with this, all these years I'm in my early forties still, still, 
Hey, but what? Well, listen, we'll, we'll say early forties still, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm forgiven. And he, uh, it's one of those where it was like all this time. I felt like I was praying for the stuff that I'm. I thought I'm supposed to be praying for, and this is aside from being grateful. Don't get me wrong. And and then I realized that that epiphany hit me, and it's like, wait a minute. I, then I start looking back on things that I went through and and opportunities that I probably missed because I didn't take the opportunity to get smarter or to to advance my knowledge in in some field or, 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 or to recognize stronger. what was going on. Right. Exactly. And because right. I was too impatient, I know yeah. that's a shocker for all you listeners out there, Adam. You're the most patient person in the world. Very. Yeah. But it was it was eye-opening, and I broke down this week, and it, it, it bothered me to the core where I was ashamed of myself for feeling that way and for not recognizing it sooner. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, it does. And, and I, I think at the same time, you're convicted. And that's where we need to understand. That's why the Holy Spirit's here to convict us, to let us know, to kind of to wipe that wool from our eyes and say, listen, you've been asking for these things. I've been teaching them to you. You just haven't seen the way I was teaching them. Yeah, but you thought it was going to come in some supernatural listen, way. And, uh, and I can only say, send it to me hooked on phonic style so yeah, many yeah. times. You know what I mean? No, no. <laughs> I, man, it, it's 100%. 100%. And, you know, and uh, the, where I struggle, uh, or one of my many, um, you know, I, 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 see a, I see an individual sitting on the side of the road asking for money. And then part of me is like, well, man, that guy could be here all day. And why didn't he go get a job? I don't know, man. I haven't walked a day in his shoes. I don't know what's going on right. with him or her. And and I need to be careful what I ask for when it comes to wisdom because I could very well be that person standing on the side of the road doing that. So, sorry, man, I had hiccups. Um, so that's where I think compassion comes into play. Of, Ooh, yeah. we, have, we have no idea what this person's going through. And, and unless we want to find out, why are we judging them? And I do. I'm, I'm, I'm very judgmental because I see an able-bodied person, but I don't know if they're able-bodied. I haven't sat down with them. I haven't, I haven't even said hi to the person right. um, as I'm sitting up in my truck, you know, and drive by with my cup of coffee. And that person, uh, you feel ashamed? I feel ashamed. And... And these are the things though that we pray about. And like, what what if that is God teaching us uh, a lesson? Right. Teaching us something that we've been praying for. Like, God, give us mercy. Give us grace. Well, he's given it to us, but we're not using it. Right? We're selling him out because we think we know better. Or we're waiting for this, this book of Psalms to flop open in front Just of us. Like, oh, look at this. No, it's not how it works. He's going to use other people. He's going to use daily events. He's going to use our lives. He's going to use everything around us. He doesn't have to paint a billboard magically in the middle of the night to tell us what verse to read. When we ask for discipline, he says, get up at four in the morning, do a quiet time. There's your discipline. And my fat butt's laying in bed. 
So we want discipline, but yet we don't want to do it the way he offers it to us. We sell them out. I want to say something on that because this is something I am proud of. The last, I don't know, probably several weeks when, when, uh, over the summer, my, my son was here prior to moving him to college. And, uh, I would get up every morning. He wanted to go to the gym and it forced me to get up right yeah and i've stayed on track with that i get up i'm up at 4 4 15 every morning i'll have a cup of coffee and then i'll go to the gym and i i hate cardio with with a passion and hates a kind of a strong word but i think it's appropriate to use in this fact yeah and um i never really did a lot of cardio and, and i've been out of the military for 1970 a long time and <laughs> that's funny. Um, but I've been, I've been, I worked my way up to going three miles on the treadmill or on the treadmill, three miles on the elliptical every day. And, and I couldn't run to save my life. And, and I'm, I've gotten down to about nine minute miles, which I think is good for me at, uh, where I'm at. But today I decided to do something completely different. I biked for 12 miles and then I ran for a mile and I've never done anything like that in my life. And it was, I got out of the gym. I was completely drenched in sweat. And and I say all of this because I had asked for discipline and I've been praying to be disciplined. And, and I, I'm <laughs> for, uh, about four Oh five, the alarm was still going off. I'm sitting there like, I'm not going, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. By 4:45 I was, I was at the gym and I was just like, all right, we're we're doing it. And 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 I say this, it's certainly not to to toot my own horn because I struggle every day with it. But if if I can if I can do it. If if Adam Bird can do it, anybody can. Well, I I agree with you half of that. Adam Bird is relying on Jesus Christ to do that. Yes. So if if Adam Bird could say, I can't do this on my own, I need God to remind me. I need Christ to, I need the Holy Spirit to invoke this discipline in me. Yeah. Anyone could do that. That's better. Yeah, you you put it better than the way I said. That was kind of a short version, but I like your way better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those yeah, the Reader's Digest condensed version. I mean, kind of, yeah. But which I don't think I've ever read a story Reader's Digest no. condensed. Have you? No. no, I have not. No, and and I know you know people people might listen to this episode like well, James. It's kind of harsh, you know, comparing yourself or others to Judas and and things like that. But it, it's true. We need to stop putting ourselves up so high and mighty. Yes, we we need to find we find comfort in Jesus Christ. But we also have to admit that we're sinners and we've fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 5, 8, right? Yeah. Um, and we, we, when we do that, when we recognize we're broken and we accept the blessings of Jesus Christ, our lives are forever changed. But we have, we have to do this daily. We don't have to accept... Jesus Christ as our personal Savior and Lord daily. Don't get me wrong. Once we've done it, we're good. But we have to go back to him daily because why? We sin daily. 
you you should <clears throat> I encourage everybody that if you're not praying or maybe you don't know how to pray, and I said this in other shows, just start talking. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I, I'll go on walks and I'll just start talking. People look at Again, me kind of funny. I'm just like, that's all right. I don't really don't care what you think because I'm talking. Well, I, I think this goes back to even the story we talked about. Jesus had a relationship with Judas. Jesus didn't give up on Judas. No. And he's not, Jesus could have, but he didn't. Yeah. And he's not giving up on, on any He's of not us. giving up on us, on you yeah. listening. Yeah. Talk to him like you're in a relationship with he, him, like he's it, your friend. It's something that he wants. We're supposed to seek him out. That's what we are supposed to do. And and I want to I want to go back on something real quick because you said we are sinners. We are. We're not perfect. We never will be. And you know what? That's okay. But that doesn't mean you can't strive for perfection. And know that as long as you seek God every day, it you you can't lose. No. And 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 I say you can't lose meaning are well you're saying that the world's perfect. No, I'm not talking unicorns and, and stuff like that. What I'm saying is stuff is going to happen in your life. That's called life. How you react to a situation is on you. But you have help because you, if you realize that you're not alone, regard it doesn't matter what situation life throws at you. It really doesn't. If you realize God's on your side, regardless of how hard that situation is, you'll be good. But listen, that's just Adam Bird's opinion. Maybe. Carries a lot of weight if you ask me, though. A lot of weight, you said? Your opinion carries a lot of weight with me. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. No, it does. I I just, I just. Man, didn't think peeling back layer during this episode, but it, 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 it's starting to get to me talking about this. It, it's sad to see people down and out or frustrated. I get frustrated all the time. Ask James. He'll tell you. He, he gets sick of me calling him or texting him. Well, I got Absolutely. Never I got never would get sick of you calling. Don't you say it. You hush your mouth. <laughs> hush your mouth. <laughs> but it it's like at the end of the day when, when my head, before my head hits the pillow, I always, I always say a prayer. I always give... Uh, what I'm thankful for, and then, um, and then I think about the day and my reactions to certain situations that that day. Some of them are questionable. Some of them were good, and some of them were I, I definitely could do better. But the cool thing about it is. Um, I guess it's easier for me to say it this way. When you stop, and this is going to sound kind of strange, but this is just the way I look at life, so bear with me here. But when you stop kind of caring so much about what's going to happen or when you start realizing that you really don't have control over the situation, 
and you just your your only control is your reaction to a situation and you have that free will of how you're going to react to a situation life gets a heck of a lot easier it gets so much easier yeah but you but but and and I say all that because I can say that because I believe because I have faith and because and and I've gone through what I feel like are some definitely personal hurdles lately uh, with my mindset, the mindset and, and, and just different things going on. My mind is tough as the day goes at the end of the day. I, I go to bed easily because I know that God's, God's got me. Like I I really don't have to worry about it. I just, I just need to pump the brakes during the day and not react in, in in a negative way, which I, I'm broken, and I and I still do. I'm I'm man enough to admit when I'm wrong, and I'm certainly wrong, a lot of times. But I'm human, and that's okay. That's all I. And Jesus to. loves you. Jesus does love me. He does. This I know because the Bible tells me. Tells so. me so. Good. That sounds familiar. It's yeah, been, good. It's been a while. I hope people enjoyed our episode today. I hope so, too. James, you mentioned a passage earlier, and we usually end the show on a passage. Do you have one about I am Judas or Judas himself? <laughs> no, I, I didn't bring up one of uh, of Judas. Um, I did bring up one in Galatians. Okay. Um, and, and this... And what this is, I won't believe it's Paul talking. Um, and so Galatians 2.20, and I'll read it and then kind of go into it. I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I live now, and the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loves me and gave himself for me. Right. So this is, this, this is Paul talking after the crucifixion of Christ. Right. Okay. And when he's saying, he's saying, I've, I've been crucified with Christ. Like his, his old life is dead. He is, his old life is, is, his old life is dead. Okay. He's no longer living as his old life. He has become a child of God. And his life now, the life that now he lives, is for Jesus Christ. And he lives that life for Christ because Christ gave his life for him. Okay. And it's it's important for us to see that how all these things had to happen. God's will, right? God's will. God's setting things in motion. <laughs> People that 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 were put in the path they were there for a reason and if if we dismay one of those if we, if we discount one of those we fail to see the whole story and what's important about the whole story is it's god's story not our story we don't pick and choose what we want to believe what we want to see and and, and it might be disturbing for some people to, to hear about judas it had to happen if it wasn't judas it was going to be someone else right It was going to happen, right? God gave Judas free will. Judas Judas chose that. That's what Judas chose. 
That was his choice. God didn't make him go sell Jesus out, but it was a part of God's will that someone was going to do that. It just so happened to be Judas. And then after this, after this, later on down the road, Jesus ascends to heaven. He's, he comes and he stops Paul on the road to Damascus. And now Paul is saying, my old life is dead. And we need, we need now as Christians to understand the sin we have, it will, it will, it will drag us down if we don't set ourselves free from that. And that's what he's saying here. Live your life for Christ each and every day, each and every day. That's it. That's a good place to end. That is right there. Live your life for Christ. Doesn't get any easier than that. Those of you that are listening, if you have any questions, comments, cries of outrage, or you'd like for us to talk about a passage in the Bible or something that is just troubling you, you can email us at brokenbless2020 at gmail.com. We are here for you. Um, that's it. I thought there was all you got. That's all we got. That's, all that's we, it. That's all we got. That's, that, listen. Yeah. So a dealer in Vegas just flips his hands. We're done. Don't forget. To... Bad analogy. Sorry. <laughs> what was I going to say? Hey, listen. Get uh, contact us. Follow us on Facebook at Broken and Blessed. Um, hey, we'd like to thank our parent company, Heroes Media Group. Yeah, we should. I just wanted. To, I want to say we that. should probably yeah. do that. Those guys over there, stickler sometimes. Yeah. What I heard, yeah. Uh, their owner is real. Uh, He's a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> go check out all the other shows over at our parent network, Heroes Media Group. Simply go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. For James, I'm Adam. You're listening to Broken and Blessed. And we 